podcast Hello Apollo. I am your host Dr. Karan Thakur. Through this podcast each week we take one big health issue and discuss it in detail with an expert. And this week is no different and I'm delighted to welcome Dr. Nikhil Modi, Senior Consultant Respiratory Medicine at Indraprastha Apollo Hospitals. Dr. Nikhil, welcome to the podcast. Thanks Dr. Karan, thanks for this invitation. and it's always wonderful to have you uh, to get your insights and this week is no different as i said uh, and we're discussing a very serious subject and that is air pollution uh, as you would know and our listeners know uh, the air in delhi and in the entire north of india has uh, gone very poor uh, there are lots of reasons for it a lot of it is man made a lot of it is weather related and geographic but whatever it is uh, it is terrible schools are closed and it is causing uh, impact on our health and i want to discuss this in greater detail with you uh, many of our listeners would know dr nikhil was one of our uh, front uh, face for covid-19 and he's been uh, leading the charge uh, through various waves of covid but he is also a specialist on uh, respiratory distress and respiratory illnesses so no better person to discuss this subject than dr nikhil modi so dr nikhil i'll start with the first and foremost question which is what is the impact of poor air on our health yeah so uh, even before covid struck us i think for last 10 years the uh, air quality in delhi or ncr even if we say north of india has been very poor and uh, so the impact has been so much that uh, you can say that who has labeled delhi as the most polluted city in the world and the air quality index which should be uh, less than 50 we are never below 400 500 especially during this time of the year hmm. and now when we inhale this air all the time what it is doing it is just not causing diseases of the airways or the lungs these particulate matters are so small that they can even traverse through into the blood vessels and through the blood can go into any part of our body and cause illnesses anywhere so to start with if i say that initial symptoms may be just a runny nose sneezing cough and then breathing difficulty obviously when the lungs are involved but it may give rise to illnesses as big as a lung cancer once this particulate matter goes into the blood vessels it can uh, block them and can lead to heart attack stroke and uh, there is a data which suggests that the current air which we are breathing is reducing our life expectancy by 3 and 1/2 years already and if we say uh, in coming generation this life expectancy may go down further right So, uh, so yeah, I mean, this this paints a very worrying picture. As as you said, this is not something recent. We've had poor air for the past ten years, uh, but there is a seasonality to it. Uh, we do have some better air. Uh, so, uh, does this time of the year become more critical for us, uh, or should we be worried about air pollution throughout the year? Actually, we should be worried about air pollution throughout the year because even when we are saying that we are uh, having a better air. but uh, it never meets the criteria which has been laid about world over right so uh, we have to be cautious all the year round but definitely this time of the year it's more there are multiple factors to it because uh, the winters uh, the wind speed reduces 
so so the cold air doesn't move fast that leads uh, so wind is not moving so the pollutants gets collected at a specific place for more time yeah. uh, that's why the pollution levels are higher at this point of time further there are additional factors which occur at this time which we call as prali burning which is there hmm. uh, but to be very frank it is just a small component only 15 to 20% of the actual pollution is caused due to prali and rest of the factors like the industries our automobiles which are present throughout the year round are the more important factors still uh, definitely due to lack of wind movement the uh, pollutants get collected more leading to smog formation which is more harmful right and you briefly touched upon it but uh, for the benefit of our listeners what are some of the symptoms that indicate that you know air pollution might be causing some uh, damage to your health yeah so the first things uh, we can actually divide the problems which we face due to this as acute problems which we see uh, every time when this season comes up which most commonly is irritation in eyes watering of eyes sneezing nose block runny nose constant throat irritation a constant uh, provoked cough asthma like symptoms especially in elderly or children leading to breathing difficulty wheezing or in the chest you become more prone to de- uh, develop infections pneumonias this time of the year the normal viral mild may take a severe form at this point of time so these are the acute things which we fe- face each year round and obviously due to each year we are exposed to so much of pollution so on long term basis you can have diseases like copd which is a permanent damage to your airways lung cancer as i have already told and even stroke heart attacks are a common thing to occur due to this right and uh, you know uh, we always speak about the impact on vulnerable populations um first i think is important if you could uh, tell our listeners who are vulnerable uh, and how does this impact the vulnerable then uh, see uh presently the pollution level which are there uh, you can uh, equate it to be equivalent to smoking almost 30 cigarettes a day so <laughs> actually whole of the population is actually vulnerable right now but definitely two groups which i would say are most vulnerable will be children because firstly children because their airways their lungs are still not fully developed so they are getting exposed to this pollution at a very uh, smaller age and their lungs which have to develop normally are not able to develop due to this damage they are facing due to this so at early age they can face problems of breathing copd which may not be seen otherwise and this permanent damage is definitely bound to decrease their life expectancy as well and also elderly population is more vulnerable because with age their airways their lungs are getting weak day by day itself it's a normal aging phenomena which is hastened by exposure to so much of pollution so the damage which may occur to a healthy uh, middle aged gentleman or a young adult will be slightly less but to children and elderly the damage may be faster and more severe right and uh, since unfortunately india is the diabetic capital and also we have a large burden of cardiovascular disease how does air pollution impact the health of these two uh, categories of people yeah so a person who has uh, diabetes 
is in any ways uh, prone to more infections so the risk of pneumonia catching hold of tuberculosis increases further due to this air pollution further these diabetics and all these patients who have other illnesses are more prone to develop heart issues stroke and neuro issues so uh, that also is further uh, worsened due to this pollution exposure right so uh, i mean we've got sort of our arms around the problem and and the severity of it and what it can uh, do to you uh, i let's move towards uh, some sort of solutioning or at least adaptation uh, in this uh, current uh, you know the level of air pollution that we have and the air that we are breathing if we start for the vulnerable population let's say the older people and uh, for children what advice uh, to tackle this what is the best way to tackle air pollution yeah see uh, the best way w- to tackle i think will be to reduce the pollution somehow yes uh, but that's a very long term thing for the present scenario till the pollution levels are getting controlled i would say uh, all those who are vulnerable to this especially children and adults should not be going out when the pollution is at its peak so minimize going out in this pollution till the time it settles down secondly if you have to go out uh i think covid has uh, made us understand that the way to protect ourselves is wearing a mask this we have been propagating for the pollution as well for a very very long time so wearing a mask we now have adapted for covid so for protecting ourselves from pollution wearing a mask whenever we are going out is the best thing right. apart from that a good healthy diet rich in fruits and vegetables because they give us lot of vitamins they give us a lot of antioxidants and minerals which can take care of the damage which is uh, seen due to this air pollution so please ensure a healthy high vegetable rich and high fruit rich diet so that the whatever effects can be minimized uh, that will be great and also do exercise daily a good amount of exercise even doing yoga and all these things go a long way in uh helping your body staying fit but obviously for the time being mostly exercises are done in early morning or time but for the time being i would not recommend you going out for the exercises indoor exercises are safer because of the pollution if you are planning to go out for a walk or anything then try to go in afternoon when the sun is at its peak the pollution level are at its minimum right so um, you know uh, a lot of people would uh, sort of not understand the uh, importance of this but you are very categorically saying that you know you have to reduce exposure so it is not safe to actually exercise right now uh, in the early hours or late at night when the pollution may be at the highest is that correct yes right Definitely. so uh, so so that that is an important thing that i think uh, is a take home message you spoke about exercise um, and i think a lot of us uh would have just you know we are starting a new year and we would have taken that resolution to get back onto some sort of an exercise regime and then comes this bad news of air pollution and you know um experts like yourself advising us not to go out so in terms of indoor exercises what is your recommendation uh, for the general population yeah uh a stay or a treadmill type uh those who may even uh 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 weight training also in a limited body yoga exercise even these alone kapalbhati because your lung capacity 
definitely improves with that and yoga is a very good form of exercise all can be done you can try all right so uh, yoga uh, you know breathing exercises uh, th- that have been prescribed uh, stationary bike uh, treadmill and weight training if uh, you know if your health uh, status allows you to obviously under supervision uh, or guidance and of course you should ramp it up uh, as dr nikhil just said i'd also like to draw your attention to a slightly um, uh, you know allied part of uh, the impact of air pollution that is the relationship between air pollution and mental health we are also seeing one that uh, air pollution is causing distress in people but does it have an impact on our mental well being and mental health yes surely it does have an effect see whenever you are not you are having symptoms even if a mild cough is there that disturbs your normal mental well being and now you are constantly being exposed to this higher pollution so even if it is not directly affecting but the stress levels which are there are definitely increasing so indirectly also you can say by increasing your symptoms due to which you may be having lack of sleep because many of the patient who develop allergic cough due to this have cough at the night and they are not able to sleep properly so when your mental health is being affected directly or indirectly due Uh, and uh, if we talk about you know medical interventions because a lot of patients who suffer from like you said you know copd or asthma um, what is your advice uh, for them in terms of you know their regularity of medications and what should they be doing first thing definitely regularity of medicine is of utmost importance because if they are not taking their medicines regularly a sort of inflammation is left behind in their lungs which makes them more prone to the damage due to this pollution so taking your medicine on it is a population again advice if you don't have to go work you can avoid going out avoid going out to this level just now and again maintain a healthy diet and some amount of exercise to keep your lungs fit and fine right and for people who do uh, have sort of uh, symptoms due to exposure like you said you know watery eyes or uh, shallow cough or whatever uh, any advice for them medical non medical uh, to tackle this yeah some uh, non medical things which you can do at home is just taking a steam steam helps to clear out all the pollutants particulate matters that might be there so take a good amount of sleep, uh, steam and apart from that taking some warm saline gargles just lukewarm water put some saline do gargles with that that uh, helps to clear out your throat and uh, apart from that ginger honey uh, are spices which we have tulsi and all we can drink tea with tulsi and all so these natural things which are available in india quite a good thing to keep our uh, airways protected from all these damages apart from that i would say these are measures which may help you control milder symptoms but if you're cough is becoming troublesome your symptoms of nose block and other symptoms are becoming troublesome you should take advice properly from a, a doctor and then start the treatment as early as possible because if it continues to worsen the things may go out of hand and then you may require a longish type of medicine and you may suffer from permanent damage also right and uh, you know uh, a lot of uh, people are now at least made aware of cpr and you know first responders for various health emergencies um, for the benefit of our listeners uh, if you do find somebody in respiratory distress whether they have a, a lung uh, condition or not 
uh, what is your advice uh, if you were to see a person like that how should they approach it how can they uh, you know uh, be of assistance to such a person so the cpr thing which uh, many people must have understood about that is when the patient has collapsed he is unconscious his heart is not working he is not able to breathe so that is the most extreme thing but uh, if a patient is in distress try to make him sit for, uh, at a place make him comfortable uh, keep environment clean uh, around do not uh, make it crowded around him so that he can breathe properly and immediately see for a help uh, by uh, asking for an ambulance to uh, approach the area and uh, maybe if he is having carrying some medicines for his breathing difficulty like an inhaler then you can give the medicine immediately that will help in relieving the patient right uh, so we just drawing a conversation to a close and uh, before we do that i'd like to ask you about some other uh, ways to mitigate the impact of uh, air pollution one is uh, the efficacy of air purifiers what is your general advice to people on that uh i think this is a very controversial yeah, question it is. <laughs> because uh, uh, now with the air pollution uh, around the there are a lot of air purifiers which have come up mm. and they may range from few thousands to maybe lakhs also correct but uh, i feel it is uh, more of an industry driven program right. the air purifiers when they were actually introduced initially they were for patients who used to have some sort of allergy at some due to some things which they face at their home so they used to keep air purifiers the allergens they were exposed to were minimized and that would help definitely air purifiers do clear out the air but uh, not all air purifiers are good right you need to ensure that what type of area they are covering because if you see an air purifier it may be showing that it is clearing air and the uh, the air quality index may be very good but it is at a place where the air purifier has been kept right the other side of the room may not be that pure first thing is that right. secondly the cheaper air purifiers may not have good quality uh, purifier filters hmm. uh, the best filters are hepa filters which can even deodorize your air uh, but that is a costly thing and that has to be changed very frequently yeah. and most of the air purifiers don't have that uh, they actually the filters may get clogged very fast and they may not be effective after some time and we might be just seeing that it is working but it may not be effective so it's a very controversial thing so you need to make sure that the area which the air purifier is covering does cover the room in which it has been kept because sometimes the uh, cheaper ones cover a smaller room only and we keep it in a large living area or something and then they are used and also whether or not the hepa filters or good quality filters are there in the air purifiers only then the benefit will be that and you should be knowing when to change the filters when to get them cleaned otherwise the very purpose of the air purifiers is defeated right so we should not be in any uh, false pretense that just putting out an uh, air purifier and everything is sorted so good advice from you there as always and my last question is you know i i have come across a lot of people who are actually popping a lot of pills now uh, unfortunately counter which are actually meant for people uh, you know who may have some respiratory condition or disease and they think yeah. that this is a way to you know take care of it it's pretty much like you know people taking painkillers or paracetamols at the drop of the hat what are the uh, health impacts or the downsides of such a move 
see each and every medicine whether it's a normal paracetamol tablet for fever if taken unnecessary does produce some amount of side effects and so these respiratory medicines especially most of the times in many cases a steroid may be used in these cases and if it is not used properly over the counter it may cause more harm than benefit so do go by a proper doctor's advice and don't take these medicines over the counter even taking normal derifilin tablets for breathing which has been there for uh, uh, so long it can cause increase in heart rate and if it is uh, you are a cardiac patient it may cause heart uh, to stop suddenly and so it can cause tremors it can cause cramps and it uh, overdosing of it can cause toxicity so this is just one example so you should go by doctor's prescription please don't take these medicines over the counter because they can do more harm than benefit right dr nikhil modi thank you so much for joining us uh, for this episode and giving so much clarity on a range of subjects thanks once again uh, dr nikhil my pleasure always thank you dr dr nikhil modi uh, and if you do want to reach out to him uh, to get his advice or to seek an appointment uh, do reach out to us on our digital platforms or dm us you can also call our uh, our landline number uh, and uh, book an appointment with dr modi uh, good remember to share uh, more information about this episode and about this podcast with all your friends and family because good health is for everybody uh, till next week stay happy and healthy